Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host, I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to bring to you all the recent, cutting-edge, most effective, sometimes fun, <laughs> but definitely a very useful brain-body tool so you could take better control of your brain, of your body, feel better, think better, look better, make better decisions, and most importantly, take consistent actions towards your goals, aspirations, so you build the life that you want to live and also make the impact in the world that you want to create, change the world in your own way. So that's that's what we are all about here. Today, I'm going to bring to you three tools that I've recently used more than usual with my clients to work on things like procrastination or forgetting things that are your new habits. And for those things, you're not naturally motivated, like, for example, exercise. And also, we're going to talk about what a psychological tool, a writing tool, can help you to sleep better, stay focused when you work instead of being distraction, distracted and overwhelmed and also will help you to prevent and eliminate a lot of cognitive fatigue, mental fatigue that you might be feeling every single day. So all of this is to come right now. So here's Oh, happy Monday. I'm recording this podcast on a Monday, if you're listening to it on a Monday as well. Have a prolific day and week ahead, and the tools that you're about to learn when put into practice will definitely help you to achieve more this week. And <clears throat> yesterday, I was listening to a podcast by Alex Hormozzi, one of uh, our cultural uh, icon for all business-related entrepreneurial journey things. And he was talking about how he grew into a person who doesn't give a lot of energy or attention to his thoughts anymore, because he realized in his life, in his experience, that what truly matters is not how you feel or what you think, but what you end up doing. And as long as you learn how to take control of that, of your actions taken, despite your feelings, despite your thoughts, despite what's happening around you in the world, as long as you consistently take actions towards your goals, the rest kind of disappears. And so then arguing with people or uh, thinking about all the different stories and excuses that we often create for ourselves why we can't do something, they become irrelevant. It's like, yeah, you think, you doubt yourself, and there's probably some evidence that you have for those doubts that for whichever reason you can't be successful. But guess what? If you take actions despite that, consistently and powerfully, you'll still succeed. And then it kind of, those all those stories and people's opinions fell away. You just don't care anymore and keep showing up and keep taking actions and keep getting results. So thoughts, feelings, folks, don't really matter. Not do other people's opinions. What matters is how you show up. And the tools you're about to learn will help you to do exactly that. So one tool has to do with procrastination. A client we are working with 
uh, has some issues with ADHD and procrastination and some confidence, self-confidence, self-belief struggles. And all of that kind of bundled together that very often end up yeah, resulting in her not being able to take the action that she knows she got to take in order to make progress in her career, but also in her personal life. Like, for example, uh, taking care of her apartment and uh, cleaning, doing simple things like cleaning the dishes or organizing her her stuff, her wardrobe and and papers, and uh, just taking care of day-to-day things so they don't accumulate, don't create the clutter that then uh, adds to our plate of overwhelm. And uh, our life starts feeling, you know, unsatisfactory and then uh, just overstuffed and, and cluttered. So anyhow, procrastination can create a lot of negative energy in our lives. And there is a really good tool to tackle that. One plate, one piece of uh, glass or one email at a time. I'm talking here about behavioral activation. With a client, I call this habit start small. So what it basically means, the habit itself, what it, how it looks like is when you feel like you want to delay work on a bigger project, whether that's work-related project, just, you know, a lot of emails or maybe a lot of piled up dishes. When you want to procrastinate on a project that feels overwhelming, do start small. Do either one thing towards the progress on that project, like for example, finishing washing one plate or finishing one email or coming up with just the title for your upcoming presentation or drafting three ideas about the project that you need to work on. Whatever that is, take the smallest viable action towards progressing towards that goal. Or, by the way, what works almost equally well is taking any action. That's why it's called behavioral activation. And the science behind that, the neuroscience behind that, is that when we take action, our brain starts producing dopamine that is actually needed for us to take action. And the dopamine is a driver molecule. It's the molecule of motivation. It's what makes us physically move. And the brain kind of, when you start, it's like an engine. Or there is this law in physics, the object in motion stays in motion. It's kind of true for living organism. When you start producing that dopamine, your brain produces more of that, and that dopamine overflows and creates the activational energy you need to actually get things done. So what happens this, what happened for this client specifically, um, she would start washing one dish, one plate, and then all of a sudden she would feel the drive to finish those dishes. And then dopamine, by the way, gives you the feeling of reward, of accomplishment, of you being capable of delivering more. And you kind of get hooked on feeling of getting results, getting things done. It's a very actually rewarding feeling. So she would finish one plate and then finish all the plays and then also would want to do some emails and then some organizing of wardrobe. And as she proceeded using this tool every day, she would have done more and more and more, feeling more powerful, more confident, more accomplished, and most importantly, folks, getting more things done. 
taking those actions to move her life forward. So behavioral activation, or what I like to call it, start small. Whenever you feel like you want to procrastinate to delay, that basically delays your life and doesn't allow you to take action and steals your confidence, your self-efficacy, your self-belief that you can accomplish things. So whenever you feel like delaying and procrastinating and thinking too much and not, not taking action, overwhelmed by the complexity, perhaps, of the project and the size of it, just take one step. Start small. Tiny. Start tiny. Take one action. And the bonus assignment, make yourself, allow yourself, slow down and allow yourself to feel good feel accomplished, feel like a winner. Those micro moments of winning will stimulate, will boost your dopamine even more. And guess what? That dopamine will drive will drive you, will motivate you towards getting more things done. And heck, you might even finish the whole project the same day. Plus, dopamine helps you to learn, to stay focused, and to be creative. All the great things you need for almost anything in life. So behavioral activation. Tackle your procrastination like a pro, like a scientist would. The second tool is the one that I use with clients who tend to be so focused on their projects, on their work, on their life as it is, that when we start working on different habits that that are not already in their lifestyle and habits that usually they're not that motivated for, like one of my clients, uh, he's really driven for business, super focused, uh, gets really great results, cracking and tackling all of his goals. But when it comes to exercise, he shares with me that, Angela, I don't know why I forget it all the time. Like, I know it's good for me. I want to do it, but I just forget. And then at night, I lay in my bed and I'm like, oh, damn, I forgot to do this small workout that Angela told me to do. And what we're starting doing is this exercise that is called implementation intention. Um, Also, I call it sometimes mental rehearsals. So we would sit down, close our eyes, and I would ask my client to walk through his morning routine when he wakes up and drinks some water, uses the bathroom, and then goes to a designated place in his living room where he already has his mat, exercise mat laid out, clothing, everything he needs to do this five-minute workout, and he does it. And so we would go through this scenario over and over and over and over again, and then what happened is what happened. He started to do exercise more consistently. And we're just seeing the results. But after a while, that will become second nature that you just do. But until that, those mental rehearsals, those implementation intentions. And also, of course, a big part of it is getting everything ready. So we don't just visualize us doing the whole routine over and over and over again. We also prepare all the stuff that we need, like exercise mat, like workout clothing, like water there, like music. So when we get to the mat in the morning, we have everything ready to go to do the workout. Implementation intention, a very powerful concept. If 
Also, it helps with procrastination. Like, for example, if you procrastinate or uh, getting started late on uh, all of the projects, before the day starts, sit down, maybe at the end of your previous day, at the end of Sunday, and go through this whole routine of, for example, getting started on your work project early. Like, you finish your breakfast, you get to a computer, and you open up your, uh, let's say, WordPress or any other editor, and you draft uh, everything that you need for the project, etc. And so, rehearse it, rehearse it, rehearse it. And guess what? That's how you build pre-built neural circuits. Think of it as like building a new road. First, you kind of lay out the sandy stuff, you know, you make the path, maybe clear out, out some debris, like some, I don't know, some garbage there. And then you make the path that is still sandy, still not solid. And then you start working on it with different machines and lay, laying down more and more foundation. And then, you know, uh, maybe cars start moving along this. And after a while, you have pretty solid path. So what you do with those implementation intentions or mental rehearsals, you kind of pre-built this neural circuit along which you will travel later with action once it's the time and the day to make things happen. So implementation intention helps you to condition your brain for that action, for that specific routine before you do it. And then once you are in the environment, you will, it's kind of, it's going to be kind of like a trigger that you practice, kind of like a dancer starting the routine that they know. They don't remember the whole routine. It goes into their subconscious, into their habitual uh, part of the brain. I believe it's called basal ganglia, where we store our habits. And so, so the music starts and the dancer starts the routine without even thinking about that. And the same will happen with you when you keep practicing implementation intentions. And I would also suggest here to make yourself feel good a while. Create this feeling of accomplishment to boost that dopamine so that path is even stronger. And then when you wake up, you do you remember the whole routine much better, much easier, even better the next level of strategy. If you have some trigger in your environment reminding you that you need to perform that action, uh, perhaps um, you get reminder on your phone around the starting time of your work. Uh, perhaps um, like when my clients uh, do exercise, they put their workout clothing or sometimes to start they even sleep in their workout clothing. So when they wake up, they're like, oh, I'm already in workout clothing. It's time to work out. So you have something in your environment to remind you to do this thing. So implementation, intention, build those neural circuits in advance. So you travel with action along those much, much easier. The third one is called Zygarnik effect. Uh, it's been observed and developed by uh, scientists and just recently getting more and more popularity because of our crisis with our attention span and people feeling more and more mentally fatigued, cognitively overwhelmed with attention span, shortening and having more and more troubles focusing at work, but then also sleeping at night. So Zygarnik effect. What researchers found through different experiments is 
is that when we have unfinished tasks on our mind that are not registered anywhere, that decisions are not made about, they keep looping in our working memory, not giving us the capacity to use that working memory for other tasks. And also, what I just recently learned, not allowing us to even fall asleep fast, because every time we put a task in our brain and we don't make any decision, we don't register it anywhere, we create tension, which scientists also say is probably the cause of action. But the tension also creates a special almost state in your system that is more tense and that is more active that doesn't allow you to then relax and plug and fall asleep, for example. So uh, other scientists also call that open, having a lot of open loops in your mind. So they create the feeling of overwhelm, of overload. Uh, They accelerate cognitive and mental fatigue with that tension and too many things in your working memory. So again, all the unfinished tasks, all the stuff, all the projects that you think about, but you haven't made any decision about, they keep creating this tension in your brain, overloading your uh, working memory capacity and just robbing you from cognitive resources that you might need for more complex decisions, thinking, and uh, creative solutions. And again, that also do not allow you to sleep, fall asleep as effectively still ruminating on different tasks or just simply having that tension in your mind. And so what researchers found through the experiments that, for example, when before sleep, people would write down everything that they need to get done tomorrow, the day after, in the next week or in the next month. And the more detail they wrote down, the better it was. When people would do that before bed, they fell asleep a lot faster. And the other group actually in the experiments was writing about the task that they finished for that day. So the difference was one was writing about the task that they finished. The other group was writing about the, all the unfinished things and projects and decisions for the future. And people who wrote about all these unfinished or open loops, they fell asleep much faster. And the more detail there was, the faster they fell asleep. I thought that was kind of cool because a lot of clients, a lot of my clients are super busy, have a lot of things on their plate, and they do have this problem of not being able to fall asleep and steal their brain, like going over things, ruminating on things. And that's why actually a lot of them end up watching more television or scrolling through social media than they know is ideal for them. And so this is the tool that you can use. I always recommend my clients to start really, really simply. Just have a piece of paper, not like fancy, even journal, anything, just piece of paper, pen. And before bed, just write down everything that is on your mind, that isn't finished, that is for the future. You might even set the date to deal with that, like maybe the next day uh, after work or uh, some other day. What researchers show, what uh, scientists show to us is that you don't need to resolve all of that. You just need to kind of let your brain know that it is registered somewhere and you're going to take care of it at some point. It's kind of like your subconscious just wants you to deal with stuff <laughs> instead, of, uh, instead of having it all unfinished. I guess, you know, that's mother nature insurance of us getting things done and progressing instead of just, you know, going from one thing to another, never finishing any project. So anyhow, it's a garnic effect. 
and writing down everything that's on your mind, closing the loops, not or outsourcing your cognition. That is a very powerful tool that will help you to focus better and have better control of your attention span, have more working memory that will help you to make better decisions and be more creative about different solutions. And that will also help you to reduce, remove a lot of that mental fatigue, cognitive fatigue that you experience daily. And the bonus, I think it's really big bonus, that you're going to fall asleep faster. So if your mind keeps ruminating, thinking of stuff, racing before bed, take a piece of paper, write it all down, and see how much faster you'll fall asleep without Netflix or social media. By the way, your phone should not live with you in your bedroom. Or if you do have your phone, then put it on at the on the airplane mode uh, 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes before your bedtime. And that's about it, folks. So uh, let's recap. We talked about tackling procrastination that also causes you to lose self-belief, self-confidence with starting small or uh, behavioral activation process, right? Start small, wash one dish, do one email, see how more inspired and motivated and driven you're going to be to accomplish more. Implementation intention. If you keep forgetting about your new habits or just keep showing up late for that project uh, or is something just really uh, overloads your brain and slips your mind, uh, implementation intention. Like my client did for exercise, just do mental rehearsals over and over and over again through this routine that you do in the morning or at work walking yourself through all the action steps uh, in this desired sequence, kind of building new roads in your brain before you travel along them and see how much less you're going to be forgetting the these new habits that at the beginning might be hard to build. And don't forget to make yourself feel good while visualizing as well. Feeling good boosts your dopamine as well. And then last but not least, zygarnic effect for better sleep, decisions, less overwhelm, cognitive fatigue, and more focused mind. And more focus is more productivity. By the way, folks, uh, there is a link in the show notes to get your executive coaching trial session. Book it and prepare all of your difficulties with performance, with your mind that doesn't allow you to take action in the most effective way and get out of your way or get out of the way of your own success. So schedule it, use it, and take action and move forward toward towards your goals and dreams. Don't forget to share this podcast with a lot, a lot of high-performance-driven people or people who would like to be that, but keep getting into their own way. Share this podcast with them. Tag me, rate, review. That's the biggest gift you can give me as a host of this podcast. And if you're learning something and you know that this can benefit a lot of other people, help me spread the word. And thank you for your attention. Thank you for listening. Claim your executive coaching session in the show notes and have an awesome, very productive, confident, driven week ahead. Talk to you very soon.